Welcome to our second episode of Out, Out of, of Our, our Skulls. Skulls. Uh, this is Mia Candace. And this is CJ. And we've got a shit show of political topics for you this week. Yeah, a lot, a lot. We probably won't get to everything that's on our list, but that's okay. We, we may not, and we're definitely not going to get to everything that was suggested to us, but we love the suggestions, and yes. we might get to those... At a um, later date. Uh, yeah, at a later date. So, so thank you. We always appreciate those. Yes. Um, Keep them coming. Yes, absolutely. So uh, the big news this week was Trump actually had a press conference. He hasn't really had one since July. He keeps postponing them. What do you mean? He goes on Twitter. <coughs> I, that's not a press conference. <laughs> oh. He may think it's a press conference, but that is not a press conference. That is him sitting on the shitter at 3 o'clock in the morning and tweeting something out. Um, and you know that's true. You know that's true. I think it's more, you know, standing upright at the countertop in the bathroom after doing a line. That, that could be as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just my personal opinion. You know those tweets are coming from the Trump restroom. That's what we're saying. That's, that's what we're saying. Um, so... The, the first thing I noticed about this press conference with this was that there was a cheering squad. He actually had his staff. No, he, he paid actors. Okay, yeah. It's I come have... out that he paid the actors $50 oh, God. a pop to be there to applaud him during his yeah, speech. Yeah, I heard it was, the, at first it was Trump staffers. Now apparently, well, I suppose if he's paying They were them, acting, right. They'll, they'll, they'll claim that they're Trump staffers because they, they caught a paycheck. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he hired actors to cheer for him at a press conference. How sad is that? How really sad is that? Well, it just goes to show how much celebrity is embedded into his persona. Yeah. You know? And how much self-gratification he has to have at every moment of the day. He oh, has yes. to be applauded. He has to be... He has to have syncophats just surrounding him. Going, you're so great, Donald. You're so wonderful. Or he loses it. He he is a classic narcissist. Yeah. Which he did. He actually kind of lost it during this press conference. He after, did. After. <laughs> he did. Um, I, I took notes on, you know, the, the highlights. It was a 56-minute press conference. Yeah. So not, not very long. Um, and for part of that, he was not answering the questions. He handed right. off to his lawyer. Well, Pence... Uh, Pence, I guess, introduced it. Mm -hmm. So that was, I don't know how many minutes that was. I didn't count. Um, and then, yeah, Trump's representative took over. Yeah. When he got a little... A little flustered. A little flustered and uncomfortable with the questioning. With the questions about, you know, which is our, our next topic of conversation about the questions. But, um, yeah, and, and what he was saying was making very, very little sense. He stood there with his family, his kids... Basically telling the country that he's going to turn his business over to his sons. And that is his blind trust, which is not a blind trust in the slightest. It's a total conflict of interest. Um, his representative went on to say, well, you can't expect him to just, you know, divest himself of, of his business. Um, yeah, actually, we, we can expect him to divest, divest himself of his business. That's what's expected of the president of the United States. Jimmy Carter sold his damn peanut farm when he became president, so there'd be no conflict of interest. This is a clear conflict of interest. And the thought that his kids are not going to come to him for advice or tell him what's going on is just ludicrous. Uh, my problem mainly is the way that he handled um, the questions about how close is he with Vladimir Putin? <laughs> Um, I don't remember the question directly, but his answer to essentially, are you being ruled by Russia, was, uh, well, if Putin likes Donald Trump, I consider that an asset, not a liability, because we have a horrible relationship with Russia. Russia can help us fight ISIS, which, by the way, is number one, tricky. I mean, if you look, this administration created ISIS by leaving it at the wrong time. The void was created. ISIS was formed. If Putin likes Donald Trump, guess what, folks? That's called an asset, not a liability. Now, I don't know what I'm going to get along with Vladimir Putin. I hope I do, but there's a good chance I won't. And if I don't, do you honestly believe that Hillary would be tougher on Putin than me? Does anybody in this room really believe that? 
give me a break, okay? Okay, first off, you won the damn election. You're no longer campaigning against Hillary. <laughs> Hillary's retired. She's in New York. Um, she's not on the campaign trail anymore. You know what would be great if if we, on the, his next um, press conference, if we have a drinking game. Oh, God. Where we take a shot every time he says, Hillary. Hillary. We'd die. Because <laughs> we would, it would be he alcohol. Just... Or anytime he used a fraction of a sentence or didn't make any sense. Because if you look at what is what he just said, and it's written on this paper here, it looks ridiculous. It's a run-on sentence. It's hard to read because it's just a run-on sentence. It's just a sentence. run-on sentence. He's referring to himself in the third person. Um, he's he, repetitive. He, once again, he's he you know he wants to go on and on about fake news, but he there he is claiming that President Obama created ISIS. No, he didn't. <laughs> you want to claim fake news, and then you propagate fake news in the very same press conference. And and the idea that he doesn't know Putin is just, it's ridiculous. There's proof that he does. And yeah. It's, you know. And you, he doesn't know if he's going to get along with him. Please. <laughs> Yeah, that's a so real why mystery. Is your daughter, why is your daughter vacationing with his girlfriend? Yeah. Um, you know, we're not buying it. No, we're not buying it. Um, and once again, he said he would not release his tax re- returns because right. they're under audit, which, again, the IRS has come forward and said there's absolutely nothing prohibiting him from releasing his tax returns. He just doesn't want to because he doesn't want the country to know how beholden he is to foreign interests for his money. Um America won't lend him money anymore because he's filed for bankruptcy too many times. So he is relying on foreign money for his wealth. It's this this is this president is nothing but a conflict of interest. Everything he does is a conflict. He's of interest. a poor businessman. He's yeah. got poor economic skills, um, and he's announced nineteen of the 29, 21 cabinet members that are. <laughs> And those are all jokes, yeah. too, if you ask me. I think you, in order to get nominated for a, a Trump uh, post, you have to be against the post that he's putting you in. It's, you have a Department of Education head that doesn't like public education. He just announced, you know, for the Department of Vaccines, somebody who's an anti-vaxxer. Right, anti-vaxxer. What the hell? <laughs> the education person... Yeah, believes in private schools, not public schools. I mean, it's just, it's it's ridiculous. You have to be against ridiculous. what you're you're heading if you want to post. It's it's incredible, and and the way that he um, pointed to the journalists at the press conference, in particular CNN, and just just pointed his finger very brattly. And, and and said you and are fake news. You're fake news. No, you are fake news. It it was it was it was childish. It was very temper tantrum yeah. slash like teen angsty. Uh, it was it was immature. Yeah. And and then and I will have to I'm gonna have to call out the press a little bit because at that point somebody should have been saying no you you take his question or ask what his question was and then repeat that question. Stand up for yourselves, press. I mean. If he's going to call CNN fake news it's and give Breitbart fucking front and center seat, that was the only reserved seat in the room was for what is fake news. I didn't know that. News. Yeah. yeah what a- actually is fake news? Um, <laughs> do any of you like how he did that press conference? Uh, when you compare it to what... We had the night before with President Obama saying goodbye oh to the goodness. country. The Obama farewell was just, it was class. Yeah, it was true class. And then you put that up against this blustering teenager who can't string a sentence together to save his life. It's, it's embarrassing. Stark contrast, and it makes one wonder, how did we go from that to this? To this, Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm baffled. I'm still baffled. It's two months later, and I'm still <laughs> fucking baffled. Well, let's talk about why he was calling CNN fake news. Ah, yes, the dossier. The next topic is um, Trump's alleged ties to Russia. And, uh, I mean, more specifically, 
a dossier compiled by a person who is claimed to be a former British intelligence official alleges Russia has comprising information on Donald Trump. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, no, it doesn't surprise BuzzFeed me. BuzzFeed came out and just published all 30, excuse me, all 35 pages of the dossier. Now, they didn't report it or have a story about it, and they openly state at the very beginning of the publication, some of these things, some of the facts on here are wrong, and yes. it's, it's and unsubstantiated. It's unverified, right. But... And I respect that. Yeah. But they published all 35 pages with no opinion on it at all, just publishing the document. This isn't fake news. This is publishing a document. This is what they're supposed to do. Um, apparently CNN and the New York Times had pieces of it and were leaking and were talking about pieces of it, but they didn't publish the entire thing. So BuzzFeed decided what the hell and just put it all online. I kind of, I think good... Yeah. Good for BuzzFeed. Yeah. Uh, in the dossier, it makes claims that Trump's campaign was supported by Russia, that they skewed voting results to his favor, and um, it will that Russia will continue to make an impact on U.S. government under Trump's regime. Yes. Um, there's an FBI investigation into possible treason yeah. to, to investigate the validity of the claims within this. And there's... Supposedly a video that shows um, where Trump has hired prostitutes. Is it five or six? I guess yeah, it doesn't matter. It, Multiple just Russian prost prostitutes. To uh, <laughs> perform golden showers onto a bed that the Obama's, Obama's slept, in. slept in. In um, Russia, right? In Russia, yeah. yeah. He asked for the same room and apparently hired prostitutes to just pee all over the bed. Because that's adult. <laughs> that's so adult it reminds me of prom um, yeah <laughs> that, that's what a 13 or 14 year old does that's not what a 70 year old man does oh I, I don't I don't particularly care about that nearly as much yeah as the the possibility that he's gonna get jailed for treason that really excites me yeah because um, if what if half of what is in the dossier is true, and I don't even give a shit about the golden shower, so what? That's your perversion, you dumbass? No. That just makes us have happy yeah. tweets. Yeah. That joke joke about jokes. the golden showers. Right. But if half of what else is in the dossier is true, then, yeah, he colluded with a foreign power to not only take money. I mean, the dossier says that he's laundering money for Russia through his casinos, mm -hmm. which I which is don't doubt. Which is corruption. Yeah. Um, he he's colluding with a, a foreign state to to you know basically steal an election. Um, Has Hillary Clinton made a statement about this? No, I didn't think she did. No, um, but Trump tweeted fake news. <laughs> fake news. A total political witch hunt. So you're calling yourself a witch then? Yeah, I, Trump, I'm. Do you know how words work? No, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Ugh. Um, it just makes me nuts. And it's not even a witch hunt. It's, it's publishing a dossier that is being investigated. It's not like... Now, they did come out. I, I know a lot of, of Trumpers were coming out saying, oh, it was completely made up on 4chan and you totally fell for it. it you know, a bunch of Trump supporters created this document and all you, you libbers, why would you, they do you, that? Fell, you fell for it. First off, why are you creating a document that makes your, your, your role model look like a perv? A childish perv. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and makes your, your role model look like he's committing treason. Why would you do that? That's This is news to me. I, I haven't heard that yeah, debate. They, yeah, there was a... The, the concerted effort is to say that it was created on 4chan. That the entire dossier was created on 4chan. What a, and everyone just happen? fell for it. What's going to happen when this video is leaked? Is of leaked. The, of the if there is video, yeah, if there's video of anything, it will leak. <laughs> <laughs> you can, yeah. Pun, pun intended or pun unintended? Pun intended, <laughs> it will leak. Um, I look forward to that, I think. I think. I think I look forward I to the backlash of it. To the backlash. So, while Trump is, you know, going on and on about his 
golden showers and fake news and trying to string some words together into a coherent sentence. Um, Congress has been very, very busy. In the dead of night, <laughs> they have stripped um, this is the Senate. This is the Senate. Um, they have voted to repeal Obamacare, otherwise known as the Affordable Health Care Act. Um, yeah, if, if you're on the ACA, you're on Obamacare. You may not realize it. Yes. But yeah, they just Let's... fucked your insurance up. Let's educate people because in some states it's not called Obamacare. No. In some states it's called ACA or ACHA. Or affordable, they give it, yeah, in Kentucky, affordable it, care. Yeah, in Kentucky it's called Connect. Connect, okay. Yeah. There may different be another states, state that yeah. has a different name for it. Right. They give it cutesy names to, to keep it away from the Obama label. Um, but it's all the same thing. It's all the Affordable Health Care Act. And they are voting to dismantle it. Um, with absolutely nothing to replace it with. Um, they're also defunding Planned Parenthood. They did. <laughs> that was a, yeah. house, the House cut the funding house. for Planned Parenthood, that, and which was part of the initiative to strip Obamacare. They did that first. Yeah. That was like a... A, a preamble. Yeah. To... Um, to repealing Obamacare. Yeah. It hasn't gone through the... The Obamacare initiative hasn't gone through the House yet, but it has gone through the Senate. Um, the Planned Parenthood has gone through the House. I don't think it's gone through the Senate yet. But this is this is devastating. I have to say, as someone who, for a period of my life, um, I worked jobs across the country. I traveled a lot. And it wasn't like leaving home and going somewhere. It was actually you know packing up and going to different places for work. For the same position. For the same position, Same employer. Yeah. Same, yeah. Um, technically, I, I would have been considered a migrant worker because I was going to five or six different states during the year to work. During that time, I relied on plan, Planned Parenthood because I didn't have a primary care physician who could um, prescribe me birth control or give me a quick exam or anything like that because I didn't have a, you know, a set home. And Planned Parenthood was everywhere. So my experience with Planned Parenthood was um, I was I was poor when um, I got pregnant and they gave me the pregnancy test. They gave me prenatal vitamins. Um, I had to get a sonogram at an actual uh, doctor's office with a with a lab tech, but they covered my first two trimesters of my pregnancy and made sure my baby was healthy. Most people want to cut Planned Parenthood or come down on Planned Parenthood because it, they've made it synonymous with um, an abortion clinic. And it's not some... 3% of their services are abortions. abortions. That means 97% of their services are not abortions. Right. It's a women's clinic... Um, you can go there. You don't even have to get an exam there, but you can go there for condoms. You can go there for STD screenings. You can go there um, if you're for plan parenthood. For planning your you can parenthood. get your um, your ovulation <coughs> kits and you know no. all those test strips that they cost money. Yeah. Um, it. This is just. You can go there if your husband or your boyfriend is hitting you. Yeah. And you don't know what to do. They'll help you. Yeah. And this is a good is, service. Is, it is a very good service. And it's, I don't understand how nobody can realize that by cutting this, you're actually hurting children. You're not helping. Well, let's talk unborn, about that. The unborn. When we have no Planned Parenthood, that means there are more births, more unwanted babies. More unwanted babies. More children placed in adoption because they're unwanted pregnancies. Uh, more malnourished fetuses because they're not getting the prenatal care. Mm -hmm. um, more troubled pregnancies because they're not getting the right. prenatal care. More troubled pregnancies, which is a risk to a mother. Yeah. Um, more families on government assistance. 
That's that means our tax dollars. Yeah. You don't so, want all those welfare queens on on, you know, it's not welfare queens that are the only people who are on welfare. It's just it's poor families who need help. It's military families. And I don't think we can really blame people for having a baby and being on government assistance no. when we don't give them the option um, to take care of their yeah. pregnancy. And before you say, well, just keep your legs closed. No, that hasn't worked since human beings started fucking. So we are animals. Yeah. One of the functions that we do is reproduce. Yeah. And, you know, not all sex is going to reproduce and nor should it. And this to me is simply punishing women for having sex. And some pregnancies happen when you are having safe sex. Yeah. You can be on birth control and get pregnant. You can. You can have your tubes fused and get pregnant. You, there are several failed methods of birth control. Yeah. So it's not just, oh, keep your legs together. And it's not just, and it's not just single women that go to Planned Parenthood. Oh, no. I was married women. when I, I was married when I went. Married women, women with children, families. <laughs> you were married when you were going, right? Yes. Yeah. So it, it's... It was something, this was just a very convenient thing for me. I never got pregnant and I didn't want to get pregnant. So this it was really nice having that Planned Parenthood there so I can get my birth control pills. Mm -hmm. It and was your, just, And your STD screening. Yeah. It was just. Because that's a preventative care measure. Right. Um, and really uh, politically removing Planned Parenthood means that women aren't really able to make these decisions for their body. And that's... When you talk about how to care for their bodies. And that actually, you know, everyone says, oh, it's equal rights now. You don't have to worry. Those feminists are just, they just want more rights than men. No, Some that's not it. Some feminists do. Some feminists do. Some feminists do. do but uh, that's not the, the case. Here is a very good example of trying to keep women in a certain place and you, you know to this day if you walk into a, a, a doctor's office and you're a young woman and you say I want to have my tubes tied because I don't want to have children there are doctors who will say no because they're and their excuse is well you don't know who you're going to marry he may want children so the decision isn't up to you the decision is up to some fictional husband that you may have in the future and that still goes on <laughs> So, and this is it's just, absolutely yeah, insane. this is just another, let's just keep women in their place. Right. Let's punish them for having sex. We shouldn't enjoy sex. We shouldn't like sex. We shouldn't have sex unless we're married and we're going to, you know, we want 17 children. Right. It's just, it's, ugh. Yeah. So that leads to um, repealing Obamacare mm -hmm. or repealing the Affordable Health Care Act. Um, this this is going to cost us so much. This is going to cost us so much money. It is. It, it, I'm flabbergasted. They have absolutely no plan to put into place to take its place. Um, and I have friends who are self-employed, who only have insurance because of the Affordable Health Care Act, and they now have no insurance because. And they have pre-existing conditions, so they're never going to get insurance. One of the, the big pluses of the Affordable Health Care Act was pre-existing pre conditions were not taken into account. You couldn't deny somebody insurance because of a pre-existing condition. Well, um, if the repeal passes both House and both House and Senate and then is signed by President Trump, it would cut important provisions of Obamacare but would still not repeal the entire law. So the parts that remain are the parts um, that deal with how much the government spends or taxes people. For instance, young adults will stay on their parents' insurance um, and denying coverage for people with pre-existing conditions remains. So that, yeah. Supposedly supposedly I guess you're right supposedly. yeah they're um, 
That's, I mean, my final vote of 51 to 48. Yeah, which is basically right along party lines. Um, the thing is, they have nothing to replace this with. No, nothing. Nothing. So what happens with people that are in the hospital right now? What happens with people that are, um, you know, at the in an institution? You know, are they going to get kicked out? My, my sister is on, is, she has spina bifida. So she has a nurse that comes and checks on her. And her Medicaid was cut last week with no warning. And that was Medicaid. That was the, Medicaid. The, the, med, the, the program that they weren't going to touch. Right. Oh, we're not going to touch Medicare or Medicaid. No. And they touched it. They touched it. And now she's back on. And, and I mean, I think it's just going to go back and forth. Yeah. But it's a very scary time for those people out there who, who are self-employed, who struggle to find insurance, um, or whose jobs don't give them insurance. Right. Um, or it's going disabled. To be, yeah, it's going to be back to emergency. The ER is your doctor's office. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that is so expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah. And it's stupid. Preventative care is the best care. You don't want to wait until you have to go to an emergency room. You want to see your doctor on a regular basis. You want to see your doctor on a regular basis. You want to get all the annual exams. Yeah. Um, you want to check your your breasts for breast cancer, lumps which you, you know you could have done at Planned Parenthood. You could have done that. <laughs> uh, just all these things. If you, it would stop so many heart attacks and so many. Um, People that find cancer in the fourth term and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so in addition to the attempts to repeal Obamacare on January 11th, which was yesterday, um, we're recording this on the 12th, while everyone's attention was focused on the confirmation hearings, which we'll get to, and the attempts to repeal Obamacare, the House passed the Regulatory Accountability Act of 2017, which would amend the Administrative Procedures Act to overturn the defense courts, to overturn the defense, courts have given to administrative agencies. Um, what this basically means is they're trying to put, build this as we're, we're getting rid of big government. What they're trying to do is get rid of all government regulation. Um, there is a reason why we have a central government. We are the United States of America. And the reason why we have a central government is to protect the people. Um, And one of those things the government needs to do is to protect the people from the corporations. What this is doing is just basically reversing that. It's protecting the corporations from the people. It limits, um, I mean, if this goes forward and they're able to do, and they're able to repeal everything um, about the Administrative Procedure Act, that means your employer can turn to you next week and go, well, I'm sorry, I'm not paying you time and a half for overtime. You have to work 70 hours a week, but I'm not going to pay you overtime. Or I'm going to deny you vacation. Or I'm going to deny you sick days. Wow. It basically, it, it guts OSHA. It guts the Food and Drug Administration. What's the pro here? The pro in their mind is it creates a smaller government. And <laughs> Why that, are we trying to get smaller when our population is growing? I know. And their their argument has always been corporations will regulate themselves. The free market will regulate itself. No, no, it won't. No, it won't. We knew that when we started this a hundred years ago. <laughs> and you know, you had kids working in coal mines and meatpacking. This district. sounds like some stupid "Make America Great Again" bullshit. Yeah, from people that think they're living in colonial times. You're not, <laughs> and are unaware of the world's progression around it. It's, you're you're affecting other people. If you want to live on a farm, great. If you want to live in the mountains in a coal mine, hey, great, go for it. Uh, but why are you fucking with my this, vacation time? Yeah, and this means. Um, because we're probably going to have a Republican Supreme Court very shortly. Yeah, um, I know. Not thrilled about that myself. Yeah, this can overrule decisions for the Food and Drug Administration, which means right there, 
food safety. Yeah. I've never trusted the FDA. <laughs> They've always been full of shit. And now it's going to get that much worse. Yeah. And the Especially environmental the protection president agency. that believes in, 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 in doing vaccine and anti vaccine yeah. um, product placement and it's yeah. fucking tweets. Yeah. And, um, and can overrule decisions by the Environmental Protection Agency. So, yeah, if that paper plant down the street from you is dumping a whole shit ton of chemicals in your drinking water, oh well. I'm sure they'll regulate themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It, right. Yeah. And then both sounds of these... like 80 and, years ago. Yeah. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> And both of these, both of these, the repeal of Obamacare and this were passed in the middle of the fucking night. Is this what was the votorama that I heard about? Yeah. Okay. Middle of the night. Well. I have nothing nice to say about that. You want clean food? You want clean water? You want clean air? We need these. <clears throat> I am for renewable energy resources, but I know that President Trump is not. And He's President Trump's supporters are not for, he, they're for clean renewable energy. I'm they're like, more worried about the jobs. They don't care about the employers that are working these jobs, and now their lifespan has decreased. Our, our unemployment rate right now is 4.6%, which statistically speaking means we're employed. If it gets lower than that, inflation rises, like significantly. We are we are statistically considered fully employed. Well, you can't tell a Trump supporter. I that. know you can't. You can't. And they they, they seem tried. to think that they're going to bring back these. You know, oh, they're going to bring back jobs that are going to pay 150 grand a year, and I'm going to get those jobs, and I don't have to work down at the burger flipping joint I'm no just, more. I'm just going to build that wall. Yeah, it, get on that team. That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Um, let's, let's move on to our next topic. Uh, GOP confirming Trump's appointments without ethics. Yeah, they, um, this actually was stopped, but they're going through with the, the, uh, the hearings. But they wanted to just confirm his, his appointments with no ethics, no background check, no ethics check at all. Mm-hmm. Which would have been an unprecedented event. Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, and they're still pushing for that. There's um, Mitch McConnell. Is it Mitch McConnell? Yeah, it's Mitch McConnell came out and and said that you know the the Democrats just need to grow up and 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 confirm all of these appointees. <laughs> well, fuck you, Mr. McConnell, because you've been sitting there for the past two years not confirming anything that President Obama has put forth. Um, and if I have to, if I have to pee in a cup and have a background check and a credit check for my low-level customer service job, <laughs> the person who's running the EPA or running some government division better have an ethics check. It's considering who he's appointing. It is absolutely necessary. <laughs> I read this today. I didn't know. Um, each committee has different disclosure rules for cabinet picks, but three of the panels, budget, finance, and homeland security, have the authority to require nominees to release three years of tax returns. Republicans have rebuffed Democratic requests to force all cabinet t- nominees to do so. And once again with the tax returns, what are you hiding? We know this. Yeah. You can look at my tax returns. What are you hiding? I got to send my tax returns, it seems like, every other month to, some, <laughs> to agency some agency that wants it. Can you, can you supply me with last year's tax return? Yeah, sure. I need your W-2. I need your 1040. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, here we're, you know, we've just elected a guy, and we have absolutely no idea where his wealth comes from. Or it sure as hell wasn't stakes. And the, none of the 21 cabinet members? None of them. N- need to do that? No. Where I, did their a, wealth come from? It's ridiculous. It's just, yeah. Um, so six, this is a fun one. Um, Meryl Streep's tr- 
speech at the Golden Globes. I didn't watch the Golden Globes. I am really into movies. Uh, the Oscar awards are more my awards show than the Golden Globes. Um, but I am a fan of Meryl Streep. And I was so pleased when I saw her speech that was posted on uh, everywhere, really. Yeah. Um, so CNN, uh, quote, to quote CNN, in a nearly six-minute address while accepting the Cecil B. DeMille Award, the actress denounced Trump's campaign rhetoric and criticized him for mocks, mocking a disabled reporter. Now, I will say, she did not name him by name. She did not. I was. Thank you for mentioning that. I was going to say that, too. She was classy. Mm -hmm. She did not mention him by name. And um, she sort of introduced it by saying, there was one piece of media that moved me this year, and not in a good way, because it wasn't a movie. It was real life. And it was you know, the mockery of this reporter. Um, my favorite quote from Streep during this speech was, this instinct to humiliate when it's modeled by someone in the public, by someone powerful, it filters down into everyone's life because it kind of gives permission for other people to do the same. I completely agree with that. So do I. Um. And, and Trump, denies that he even did that despite photographic <laughs> evidence there's video of there's you. video of him doing it and i know trump that is a narcissist go. right there yeah, too trump is gaslighting go. america that's that's what he does for everybody that's how he mocks everybody okay first of all he's mocking people <laughs> and second if you listen to what he said right before he went into his little the hand gestures. The hand gestures and, yes. and the shaking. It was, you should see this guy. He had met with this reporter 12 times. He knew what this, he knew this guy was disabled. He knows he knows this guy. So, and then he comes out later on and goes, I didn't know. I've never met him. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yet again. It's like, do you not realize that when you meet reporters, they write shit down? <laughs> it's a complete asshat. Complete. Complete. <laughs> so he wrote... And, and I knew that he would. Everybody was kind of waiting on the Trump tweets yep. in response to this. So he tweeted, uh, it took the span of three tweets to get the all the characters in. But it goes, uh, Meryl Streep, one of the most overrated actresses in Hollywood. <laughs> Doesn't know me, but attacked last night at the Golden Globes. She is a Hillary flunky who lost big. For the hundredth time, I never mocked a disabled reporter. Would never do that, but simply showed him groveling when he totally changed a 16-year-old story that he had written in order to make me look bad. Just more very dishonest media. Okay, first off, Meryl Streep is not overrated. <laughs> um, oh, he, uh, just a few years ago, he said that she's, she and, oh, another actress are his two favorite. Not Julia anymore. Roberts. Not anymore, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure she's heartbroken with her Cecil B. DeMille Award <laughs> and the possibility of another Oscar nomination. I'm, I'm sure she's just heartbroken that Trump doesn't like her anymore. Hey, um, I mean, nobody take his Twitter away because this man is giving himself enough rope to just, hang himself. Yeah, he, he, it really is. It, it's, and thank you, and actresses, yeah. um, other people... Whether you're in Hollywood, whether you're a radio personality, whether you're a director, if you have uh, a way to reach people on a mass scale, do it. Do it. And uh, before anyone says, well, they're just elites and they're living in a bubble. No. The entertainment industry is a huge pyramid that employs a huge amount of people. All working class. They're not all Meryl Streep's. They're caterers and rigging people and camera operators and there's a whole the entertainment industry is huge mm -hmm. um and he's part of the entertainment industry exactly you can't sit there and go entertainers should shut up and just act and not give us their opinion yeah, when you just stand voted a fucking reality show contestant right. or whatever into the highest office in the land even if they didn't they're people they're citizens, they're citizens of this of country, United country. They, they can they talk can about talk whatever however they want yeah so don't criticize um 
people in the media, stars, celebrities, whatever, don't don't criticize them for voicing their opinions because you do it on your Facebook account. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. They just have the ability to reach more people when they do it. So thank you, Meryl Streep. Yes, thank you. And again, um, if you're not following Jeffrey Wright and Michael Ian Black, please do so. They're hilarious. Um, so I think we have time for one more topic. One more topic? Well, shall we do the wall? We should yeah, do the wall. Let's, let's do the let's, wall. Let's talk about the wall. But apparently Donald Trump's going to make Pink Floyd pay for the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you read that on a fake news site. <laughs> fake. Totally fake. <laughs> fake news. Um, Trump began talking about building a wall between the U.S. and Mexico as a part of his campaign plat platform. We've, we've been hearing this for a while now. <laughs> I never believed he would do it. No. Um, I still don't, <laughs> I still feel don't like believe he's going to do it. No. Um, he said the other day, I don't feel like waiting a year or a year and a half. We're going to start building. Mexico in some form, are, uh, or many different forms, will reimburse us, and they will reimburse us for the cost of the wall. That will happen, whether it's a tax or whether it's a payment. Um, to which the... Uh, President Mexi of Mexico said yeah. no fucking way. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> um, this is stupid. This is really stupid. First off, he's already stated that the wall can't be a wall for the entire border. Because it can't be a wall, it for, can't the be a wall for the border. entire border. Um, part of that border is river. <laughs> <laughs> Pence has started to get clearances, though, from Congress and agencies to begin construction of the wall. To begin you know, hiring Trump's construction buddies who will get paid <laughs> and we'll probably build about 10 feet of wall so yeah. people can take pictures. Um, and, yeah. And that will probably be it. And then they'll just walk off with the big cash bags of money that the government gave them to build a huge wall that can't be built <sighs> um, and does absolutely nothing because ladders exist. And, and tunnels. And Tunneling. tunnels. And the vast majority of your illegal immigrants come into the the country legally on visas and just let those visas expire um i was surprised at some of the research that i did on this first of all i wanted to look at what the pros are because i can't i can't fathom what are the reasons that somebody would want to build a wall between us and mexico i love tacos <laughs> i've been to mexico i've visited i've vacationed to california and just I've driven right over the border. I have many friends who live in Arizona who do the same. Yeah, and then one other time, I think I took a bus or something uh, across the border. Um, and I've been across the border to Canada, for that matter, as well. Um, so the pros is that 64% uh, of Americans, when polled, were in favor of the wall spanning the 1,989-mile border. So they don't understand there's a river. This is, that's, that's a majority. It's not a great majority. It's 64%. Uh, no, I don't think they're thinking about the socioeconomic factors no. when they answer this poll. No, it's just damn dirty brown people. Right. It reduced immigration is the diplomatic way to say it. But, but let's face it, it's, it's racism. It is. Yeah. Um, and at his campaigns, campaign rallies, uh, they would chant, build that wall, build that wall. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. I couldn't I couldn't watch him on screen. No. Um, and it would reduce money for what is now being spent on border security. Which I don't buy in the slightest because ladders exist and tunnels can be dug. So. Yeah. It, and when I read that, it seemed like. That meant, well, we'll just have border security at the ends of the wall. <laughs> Which makes no sense because the estimated cost of building this wall is in the billions of dollars. So uh, why don't you funnel some of that money for yeah. increased border security rather than well, building a stupid wall? But the people for this wall say hundreds of miles of metal barriers are already built. So it's, are. Al it's already partially built. They're thinking well, this is not going to be a huge economic endeavor. That's We're just going to... It's like when you have some Legos and you just put more Legos on top of that stack. No, that's actually not how it goes. No. 
Um, and then, and what's so funny is that Hillary Clinton, when she was Secretary of State, actually proposed increasing some of the fencing and borders. So did Obama. Yeah, and was rejected when he was a senator, not a president. Yeah, when he was a senator, and was rejected. And now they want to apparently just you know go right in there on Texas and take some land away from those people who own the land at the border. And build a freaking wall that won't work. <laughs> Not just you know the the cost of the materials and um, construction, but there are macroeconomic consequences involved here too. So they would have to increase border crossing fees. That means imposing in a higher import tax. Mm-hmm. Do you get any goods from Mexico? Yeah, Look you at do. your products. <laughs> Look at the bottom. Made in Mexico. That's now going to cost twice as much. You should worry about what he's saying about China, too. <laughs> this guy. If you're not... Well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um, and then seizing remittance payments. Uh, and plus, if you build the wall... These people are just thinking the, that other things are going to go away. Like, well, what about um, making our visas, our visa standards yeah. more restrictive? Yeah. Or... Because that's how most of the illegal immigrants get here, is that they get a visa and then they just don't leave. Right. They let them expire. <laughs> yeah. They've got people that cover for them. Um, and more illegal immigrants enter the U.S. from Canada than, than, than they do from Mexico. So, but he's not... But we're not, not going to build a wall there. When somebody asked him, no, when somebody asked him, are you going to build a wall between U.S. and Canada? No, I have no interest in that, Will. It's just the brown people. <laughs> oh, goodness. And who's going to build this wall? He's going to create jobs to do it. That's another. Uh, that's another thing that he's just getting those blue collar people that. So you're gonna get a bunch live of live in this, you know, in this frame of mind that that America's or Obama's taking all our gerbs, and and, uh, and, and Trump's gonna give them back. Apparently, Texas has a you know thirty percent unemployment rate and can just use those unemployed people to build a wall. I, I, I know there was talk of actually using inmates, but that's kind of illegal. Um, <laughs> I don't see any problem with that. Nothing could go wrong with having inmates yeah, nothing build could a go wall wrong. to border another country. Nothing could go wrong with putting your inmates ten feet from a board, from a country with no extradition no. treaty <laughs> and lots of tequila. Genius. <laughs> Plus. Our pharmaceutical company is troubled. And even Trump says he criticizes our drug companies. Guess where we can get cheaper drugs? Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> it's, this is just, this is money flushed down a toilet. You want to <coughs> stop illegal immigration? You're never going to stop illegal immigration. You want to no. curtail it? At best, you can reduce numbers. Start looking at the visa legislation yeah yeah make stricter visas uh make stricter consequences for those that break security mm -hmm. but this this wall is just it's flushing money down the toilet and it's not just that it has this stigma to it yeah that it's that it reminds me of the berlin wall it's a backward movement mm -hmm. this is not a progressive movement that even that woman oh what was her name she just tweeted a picture of herself in front of the Berlin Wall. Oh no, it wasn't just now. I just saw the picture though. I think it was back in October. But she tweeted a picture of her in the Berlin Wall and said something like about how how good it is, how good it would be for America. And actually speaking, if you ask the people in Texas, if you ask the people who actually live on the border in Texas, this isn't something they want. This really isn't something they want. It's not something I want, and I live in North it's Carolina. People, yeah, it's people in Ohio and yeah. Iowa and, and Pennsylvania. It, yeah, people who aren't anywhere near the border 
Yeah. Who just think, oh, a great big wall would be great. That'll keep them people out. No, it won't. And the when I, when I say come in there and take public land or, or it's take white private supremacists. land, yeah, that's what they're going to have to do. This wall has to be built somewhere. It's not going to be built on the Mexican side of things. It's going to be built on the American side of things, and all that land is privately owned. And when Trump says that Mexico is going to reimburse us for the the building of the wall, <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> In what world? The only way I see that making sense is if he takes that amount, that dollar amount of cocaine off of them. Yeah. For himself. He keeps talking, you know, tariffs. We'll just increase tariffs on stuff that comes across the border. Then they just won't send it. <laughs> it's going to be the American people that are paying, that are paying the, yeah. the import taxes. Right. The increased import taxes on Mexican goods. Yeah. So it, it's... I. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. That's why I had to look up. Why would somebody want to build a wall? Um, yeah. And when you fill out these polls, think about what you're filling out. Think about, well, if I get this, what are the consequences? Before you actually color Ask in that bubble. It. Yeah. Um, do we want to do another topic or save that for last I think time? we can save that. For okay. Time. Well, this has been our second episode yeah. of Out of Our Skull. I'm uh, enjoying this so far. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. And we are going to go to the Women's March next Saturday. Next Saturday in Washington, D.C. We're going to post a, the podcast from that. Uh, so it's going to be a special thing. We're still going to do the 1st and 15th of every mm -hmm. month as our format. And then that's going to be a, a bonus episode. And who knows... Who knows what'll happen? Who knows what will happen? We're still even trying to figure in logistics, logistics of that. Logistics <laughs> and stuff. Um, so, thank so you, Scullies. That. Thank you. This is CJ. And Mia Candice. And we will see, see you, you and talk to you on the 21st. Thanks.